Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. The driver's seat. Good start from Stephen Johnson, a really good one. Johnson leads the race. Daniel Ricciardo gives Renault their first podium. Cam Waters is our 2020 pole sitter at Bathurst. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota Implements. Chrome, Great Plains, implementing a great partnership. Excellent job. Welcome to Season 5 of The Driver's Seat. We're off and running for 2021. My name is Nims Azor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Boys, welcome to a brand new season. Oh, how good is this? Good evening. Good and, evening, everybody. And Nimsy, I've got to say, we've rolled into SEN here on the Gold Coast into the Johnniest of Johnny Flash new studios. We've got half a dozen screens playing... Steve Johnson replays from Sandown. I think he was fourth. <laughs> we were just watching. We've got Scafey and, and Jess up on the screen at the moment doing their podcast. We've got uh, a little bit of IndyCar, I think it was. So sensational and so happy to be back. Steve Johnson, you are, can I say, and let's start off 2021 the way we finished 2020. <laughs> You look like you've been dragged through a hedge backwards. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Uh, I've been working very hard on my appearance <laughs> over the summer, well, and clearly it's working. Hey, no, look. No, you're preparing cars. That's what you've been doing. And uh, you actually, of the two of us, you look like you've done a hard day's work, yeah. and I haven't done any work, funnily enough, which I haven't today. We'll probably, so. We probably need to talk about that after Nimsy rolls yes. off, who we're, uh, we're about to introduce. Yeah, look, it is all about fresh and new for 2021, but, you know, we can't welcome our first guest without giving him a proper intro. Last corner now for Tim Slay. This is a big victory, and he's first yeah, in a supercar. Well done, Tim Slay, winner. Woodstock wins the Super Sprint, race 10. What a brilliant victory this has been for him. Tim Slade, the winner, race 11. Back-to-back victories. He's going to light them up here. Where is he? That's how we do it in Albury. That's how we do it in Albury, just said. Someone that is certainly going to be very cool in 2021. He's in the he's the brand new pilot for the all new Blanchard Racing Team in the Cool Drive Auto Parts Ford Mustang. Please welcome our first guest for the driver's seat in 2021, the one and only Tim Slade. G'day, Jim. <laughs> first cab off the rank. <laughs> There's a uh, the pretty. Pretty big intro. There's some good energy going on in there. <laughs> well, we're pumped for the start of the season, Timmy, but we're also <laughs> super pumped for you because you know you've uh, you had a big year off last year, and yeah. you've, you've kicked back through. You he kicked did a, the door back a, in. He did a massive one race last year. <laughs> he did a massive one race. Uh, actually, 
technically did three, but only did two of them as uh, Bathurst uh, the car got shunted in practice. So even that eluded me. <laughs> but I tell you what you did do, and again, we'll we'll congratulate you straight off the bat. You've become Timmy the dad. You and Danny have had a a beautiful young son named Geordie. Jordan, so congratulations yep. to you, mate. That would have been that would have been in a year, a difficult year when you didn't have a full time drive. That would have been a highlight, I would imagine. Yeah, thank you. It's been uh, an awesome experience, and we're we're loving it. Um, yeah, it's it's funny we weren't sort of big, you know, I guess baby people before, but uh, yeah, can't can't imagine life without little Geordie now. So yeah, it's been really cool, and um, I guess yeah, timing wise was was really quite good with with not much going on. Although, if uh, if Bathurst was on the normal weekend, I uh, I would have missed it. So uh, luckily, Bathurst got pushed back a week, and it was all a bit all over the place there as we spent a few nights in hospital, a couple of nights at home, Bathurst for the week, and then straight into quarantine. Um, yeah, Northern New South Wales after that. So, yeah, the first sort of six or seven weeks were uh, all a bit of a blow with him, to be honest. Now, let me let me ask this, boys. We're, we're all racing drivers here, even Nimsy. You've, you've had a crack in a Tickford <laughs> car in the off-season, so we'll class you as a racing driver. If your wife, Steve Johnson, was due Bathurst weekend, would you have let nature take its course, or would you have gone for the... Uh, the, the cesarean, book the cesarean two weeks earlier because I know what I would have done. Well, fu- funny you say that, actually, because when we would go, when we did go to the obstetrician and uh, the obstetrician would rip out his calendar and I'd rip out my calendar and we'd be sitting there going, okay, we can't have him here and we can't have her there and and uh, how about we do it here? And he goes, yeah, that works. And I'm like, yeah, that works. And then Bree goes, oh, what about me? <laughs> We're like, no, no, we, we just book you in. Yeah, it's you're okay. not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so Tim, let's let's talk about um, let's talk about your return to the supercars, Cool Drive Racing. Um, you know, we we weren't expecting that to happen midway through last year, and all of a sudden, an opportunity has arisen, and you're back. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. Um, I was actually you know really looking forward to what I had planned last year. It was, I guess, good to do something different after so many years of the the same stuff. So you know, I I uh, was really excited about joining uh, Team Penske, DJR and, and Scotty for the three Enduros, which obviously I ended up, ended up uh, being one. And then, yeah, had a lot of other cool stuff lined up in uh, in GT overseas. But I guess to take a positive out of it all is probably a good thing, just to have a, a forced breakaway and just a good reset, refresh, and you know, get a bit of love back for it all. And, um, yeah, can't wait um, for what's ahead of us. Um, you know, with uh, with Blanchard Racing Team and Cool Drive Auto Parts, it's been uh, it's been really good so far. Um, I guess just having a little bit more of a, a hands-on role than than what I have had. Um, you know, with with previous teams of late, just being a, a small team, and I guess everyone kind of has to chip in a little bit extra to to get stuff done. So yeah, it's been it's been really good. So you've got some, you know, like I guess the whole team structure has been uh, quite impressive uh, with what you know you guys or Tim has been able to put together and you know not so much so that the the cars you know the I guess the like Mirko who's come from Erebus um, the cars are fast cars they're proven fast cars and um, you know I think uh, you know you've got someone like not, not only like yourself but like Tim who's been in the game for a long time now as a team owner and a uh, a driver of such in the 
Enduros, um, you know, you must be actually feeling pretty confident going into to the start of the season. Yeah, it's it's actually, um, you know, quite good knowing that you know, I feel as though we've ticked all the, the main boxes. Um, like you say, the, the equipment's good. Um, and then we've got some, some really good people. And, um, you know, like you say, Tim's been around it and, and his family's been around it for their entire lives. Um, and then, you know, Hulky running the show from, from Kingston and Mirko from Erebus. So, you know, lots of good guys, but then we've also got some guys that have, you know, no experience. So there's a good mix there. And, you know, at least the, the fresh guys have got some, some good experience hands to, to learn from. So, yeah, I mean, like, um, you know, we, we know we have to crawl before we walk and, you know, we're not coming into the first race expecting to win. We we sort of understand that, you know, there, there could be a few little teething issues in, in the first few races. But, um, you know, once once we, um, you know, I guess get through all the, the learning phase and, and working together as a team, I really can't see any reason why we, you know, can't have some good solid results throughout the year. So you're in an interesting position, Tim, because you obviously competed in the Bathurst 1000 last year with DJR Team Penske and their Mustangs. You've done a test day now for your new team. Um, so you can literally go back to back and do a, a comparison of what that car was like as compared to what your new chariot is like. And what's your initial thoughts? How did you come out of Winton? What were your feelings? Uh, yeah, you, you're right. And I think that's almost, it, it's a good thing for me to kind of go back to the, the same track as the last one that we all raced on last year. Um, uh, I, I think like that there's, well, you look at how close the category is. There's no chalk and cheese cars there, out, out there, so to speak. So, you know, a lot of the things in the car do feel you know, not too dissimilar. Um, and then there's, you know, uh, just probably a few little things ergonomically, you know, in, in, in the cockpit. And then, you know, from a setup point of view, there's probably one major thing, but, you know, you sort of realise that fairly early on and understand, you know, how the car needs to be driven potentially a little bit differently to get the speed out of it. But it's not it's not crazy different. Um, and it's not, you know, to me, it doesn't feel like it's uh, um, unachievable, well, not, not unachievable. I, I don't feel as though it's too difficult to get your head around, put it that way. So, um, yeah, no, just from the, the initial impressions, it, it was a little bit hard. I guess you, if you've spoken to anyone, you, you realise um, from probably po- both test days that it was pretty hot and the, the track was, you know, greasy and difficult to learn. But from a driving perspective, it's still good. You know, someone like me jumping in a new car and cutting some laps and, and getting your head around it. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we had a, a fairly uh, trouble-free, uh, successful day. Well, you've, you've actually gone from a DJR Team Penske car uh, to a Tickford car. What, what, what was it like? What was the, the difference in it? Um, you know, obviously there's quite a bit of uh, difference. And, you know, obviously myself talking to, to Will Davo, who's, who's come from that side uh, over to DJR now. Um, in you fact, know, in Tim's the... current car now is Will's old one. Yeah, well, there you go. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so you know, and, and some of the stuff that he was telling me about it, it was it's a fair bit different and, and it took him quite a bit to get his head around. Is, did you find the same thing? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean I don't know. Like, there, there's a, yeah, a, a few little differences. But like I said, I, I, I don't feel... I don't, Personally speaking, I don't, I don't feel like it's chalk and cheese. Um, yeah. yeah, probably a, a 
the biggest difference feeling wise is, is probably in the front end of the car. It, it's, uh, it's just like, oh, you drive that one that way and you drive this one this way. So, uh, like I said, I, I mean, I haven't done a race in the Tickford car yet. So, you know, if, if I go and qualify last, then I'll probably be saying it's difficult to drive and I haven't got my head around it. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, well, we'll see, see how that pans out. But but so far, you know, it, it's not like I, I came out of the test scratching my head going, oh, you know, how, how the bloody hell do these guys, you know, get yeah. the speed out of it? And I guess... The advantage of the test as well is that there was official timing and, you know, we have a, um, a relationship with, with Tickford, so we know, you know, where their cars are at and we have data and whatever else. So, yeah, I guess comparing that stuff, yeah, it seem, I seem to think that I had, had my head around it, um, you know, fairly early on. But, yeah, time, time will tell. So they're definitely different, but I guess, you know, I've driven quite a lot of different cars, um, you know, over so I don't know if I'd kind of adapt. Maybe you're, Im- you're well, immune I, I to know. it. I, I, I didn't. I didn't find it too too hard. Put it that way. So we've done testing. Well, you've got the suit. We've done the season launch. We kick off this weekend. Two things. How do you feel about Bathurst kicking off the start of the season? And what's what's your crystal ball for the year? If if we were to sit down with Tim Slade in November next year or this year and say, Hey, mate. Did you have a good year or not? What does a good year for Tim Slade and the new team look like? Um, what was the first question again? <laughs> How's it feel? What's it like to kick off at Bathurst instead of the Adelaide Five Hundred? Oh, that's right. I, I knew. I knew there was another question there. Well, yeah, obviously, really <laughs> sad that we're we're not um, in Adelaide. Um, yeah, uh, hopefully we can get that race back um, again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's not looking that positive. But yeah. I think um, you know once at Bathurst in October for the 1000 is is uh, how it should be. But I know there's you know more factors that play a part in you know starting the year here. Um, you know with there not being a 12 hour, which is a supercars own event, and there's no Newcastle. So I, I think it's you know it is an awesome way and an awesome place to to start the year. I think the races will be interesting. Um, yeah, just. I think, well, we all know it, it's pretty hard to pass around here, so it'll put even more emphasis on qualifying in a strong position. Um, and then, yeah, I, I think you know, goals for us is just to, you know, I know Tim just wants to get all the basics right, really just dot the I's, cross the T's, get all the, you know, the processes um, happening and communication and everything, you know, from a team point of view. And then, you know, he wants consistency is the biggest thing for him. You know, he doesn't want to go out and get a podium one week and then, you know, qualify 22 the next week. Um, so that's that's a big thing for him. But, um, yeah, uh, I guess, yeah, I, I've never been a big goal setter, but uh, I think um, I think it's always nice to be inside of the top 10 of the championship and, you know, any... Any results sort of close to the front is a is a big bonus, but um, yeah, we'll wait wait and see. It is it is a bit of an, an unknown at this point. Well, I tell you one thing, mate. We will be looking out for as we do here at the driver's seat with any new parent. We'll be looking for you to either gain a couple of tenths or lose a couple of tenths. I think the what, what's the <laughs> saying? When you become a father, you lose a couple of tenths. Is that what it was? Well, Apparently, Apparently. But, <laughs> but but if you go off stats, yeah, uh, the guests that have been on. 
the driver's seat have notoriously gone very, very well the next weekend or yeah. that weekend. Yeah, I was, yes, I was, that's right. I was actually, I was, I was thinking about this, and I reckon the last time I spoke to you blokes, I uh, ended up fourth at Clipsal. So yeah, there you go. Um, there you go. That'd be right. Yeah, I was like, well, this could could be a good good yeah. idea talking to you guys again for the start of the year. We so spoke thanks. to Todd Hazelwood before uh, Townsville we last year, and he put it on pole. <laughs> oh, we're, we're on. Spoke to Cam Waters, got him, got him yeah. a trophy. Not, not, that right. a, not that there's any pressure, Timbo. There's not any pressure <laughs> no, whatsoever. No, no, but if you're not well, top you, five. You, you, the, the, pressure's, the pressure's on you guys, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not top five, mate, you're not coming back on. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm putting out there. <laughs> hey, no, but that's, no that's, that's fair enough. Hey, but Slady, look, mate, It's first off, it's fantastic to see you back on the grid, mate. Uh, we knew it was just a matter of time before that happened. But uh, go well this weekend at Bathurst, and hopefully we'll see that uh, cool drive blue Mustang up the front a little bit more often than not. Yeah, no, thanks, guys. Uh, great to chat with you all. <laughs> T- uh, Timmy Slade there here on the driver's seat. Uh, Got to say, it's looking like it's going to be a really interesting year, isn't it, boys? Oh, it's going to be. It I, is. I'm, I'm super pumped. I mean, we've... You know, we talk, and we'll talk about it as we go out through the show, Stevie J. But, you know, Scott McLaughlin has been quite dominant the last couple of years. DJR Team Penske has been dominant the last few years. Scotty's now gone on and is about to do some great things in Indy. So I think the fields, may it's come back a little bit and it's opened up a little bit. But even, uh, you know, teams like, you know, Tim Slade's mm, the Blanchard, drive, the yep. Blanchard Racing Team, um, you know, they're all those teams now are that much closer with yeah. their equipment, with their know-how, with their people power, yeah. with their drivers to the front than ever before. So, you know, um, look at look at Perkett last year. He had that many good yeah. results. Yep. And, you know, those guys are getting closer. To, yes, you're still going to have a few teams, I think, that are always there, but there's going to be a lot more consistency from these I'm not even going to call them back markers. They are there, you know, and they just need to be there day. on any given day. Yeah, yeah. I, the, the amount of stories going into this season, boys, to follow is more than we've had in a few years. So really looking forward to it. 100%. And you know what? We're gonna, we'll do a little stock report on all the teams. We'll do that next and get to some of your texts. First off, before we get to a break, I do have to say, Tom in Toowoomba is texted in. He's the first cab hey, up the rank. <laughs> Tommy's just gone, welcome back, guys. Uh, mate. It is great to be back. We've got a massive show for you. So much to talk about, as you said. And because we also got to wrap up Race Tasmania, which you boys started. Do we really? <laughs> oh, man, do we really? Yeah, do we? I'll leave the studio for that because oh, I might right. throw something through our lovely new screens. That one could be uh, just a quick, uh, yeah. maybe a hot lap. Of, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. we got to talk about yeah. a hot lap too. Yeah, but, uh, we do have to talk about your hot lap. <laughs> what, what about that song? You, was it You Find Time to Leave Me Loose Wheel? You picked a fine time to leave me loose, loose wheel. wheel, or in your case, loose, <laughs> loose wheel. <laughs> well, plenty more coming in the drive. So we'll get to your text in just a moment too. 0433981116 is the number. You're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Kubota implements Crone Great Plains implementing a great partnership. The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota Implements. Crone Great Plains implementing a great partnership. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. Uh, we do it as always thanks to Kubota. should take a quick moment to actually thank uh, Malcolm and the guys at Kubota for their support. We've been doing mm. it for five years now, and they've been there since uh, day dot. When we started off as just a 25-minute show, 
Remember that, guys? <laughs> 25 minutes we, we, 25 minutes. What did we cover in 25 minutes? Wouldn't it be a lot? <laughs> our, our hourly rate was good. Given the UNA, yeah, it really was. <laughs> the invoice Compared was Compared to now. Except that it hasn't changed in five years. Uh, but, uh, we wouldn't have, in between ripping on each other and covering the motorsport world, we wouldn't have covered a lot on the world. <laughs> ripping on each other. Oh, well, look, from big things, little things grow. But uh, uh, as always, so remember, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. Features podcasts, interviews, and news. It is a must for all motorsport fans. But uh, I do want to quickly mention, uh, you can text in, as Tom and Tom did. A couple of other people jump on board. Please leave your name if you do text in, because I don't want to read out your number. Uh, Tommy's a seasoned vet at this. He always uh, leaves his name. So thank you for that, Tommy. We always appreciate that. But uh, does uh, he sign TT now? Because uh, <laughs> we know who it is. Or does he actually put Tommy from Toowoomba? Still, I tell you well, what, Tom in Toowoomba. When yeah. we race at Morgan Park later on in the year, Tommy, you better come with a full toolbox. You're part of the team now. <laughs> you better come ready to swing spanners on the cars. So we've got uh, we've got a couple of uh, texts coming in too. Slade has always been a driver that has done well in an average car. He did great at Bathurst in the Mustang, but if the Blanchards are spending the cash and it's a competitive car, wouldn't be surprised to see it regularly competing for wins. Mm. What do you yeah, I, mean, I agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think that's that's a very mm. astute point, and I think the fact that they're in a Mustang, they're tied up with Tickford. They've got Mirko, who's a gun engineer, mm. formerly 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 uh, of Erebus. Uh, I think it's got all the ingredients, and we know that the Blanchards are throwing around some Charlie Ash. And uh, so, yeah, I think he'll, he, he'll do well. Another one, too, on the text line is, I think we might have already answered this one, is Blanchard racing in a technical alliance a la 23 Red with Tickford or truly a single-car team? Well, they're still, they're still a single-car team. They are single-car. I think they're, aren't they pitting or sharing a boom with uh, maybe Jack Courtney LeBrock or LeBrock. Yeah, they're with the, uh, JLB this time around. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. So, I, I would imagine that there would be some sort of of data. That being a single car team, you really need, like you know, Winterbottom found that at Team Eighteen. You know, you really need that data from another car, generally your teammate, but if you haven't got one, someone else to be able to move forward. Sure. You know? I mean, there's what no I- point overlaying stuff of yourself because you can see where you've improved on yourself, but you don't doesn't show you where you're lacking compared to others. And that's what, you know, I think Blanchard Race Team, I think they have got some sort of a, you know, you, you look at Webbs. Yeah. They used to have a basically a full Triple Eight uh, deal. I think mm-hmm. uh, Team A-N still have it or had a Triple Eight deal. Yeah, MSR as well. And MSR. MSR. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, sometimes it's only just a couple of laps of data, sometimes it's full setup, sometimes it's whatever. So uh, depends what the invoice is from Triple exactly. H or the <laughs> I do know one thing that, that uh, Milwaukee Racing was domiciled in Broadmeadows at the Tickford factory. Blanchard is not doing that. They've got their own factory. I think it's in Box, Box Hill. Hill. That's correct. Um, it's actually part yeah. of Cool Drive. Cool Drive, yeah. It's yeah, actually in, right. in Cool Drive building. Yeah, which is not I mean the same thing with Team eighteen. Their their workshop was part of Charlie's uh, Forklift Empire. Warehouse. Yeah, Forklift, Forklift Empire. <laughs> we Sorry know to bring any. Charlie up so Let, early in the ah, season right. there, Steve Johnson. That's all right. <laughs> no, that's why he's got a forklift, so he can move himself around. <laughs> <laughs> and th- this is this is one, um, this is another text that has come through on 0433981116. Don't know if it's tongue-in-cheek or not, but it just is, hopefully now we can have a genuine Percat versus Slade rivalry. Well, it's... Th- is there th- any no. real rivalries anyway? Like, you know, yeah, you see a bit, but there's not proper ones. I reckon, and Nick will 
send me a message if I'm wrong, but I reckon there was a little bit of niggle between those two. Mm-hmm. You reckon? Yep. Are, are, we, are we talking like uh, there's no like JC the, the, and Davo sort of niggles? Nah, that's not oh, even no, that's, niggles. That's nothing. <laughs> that, oh, oh I'm, nothing. Yeah, I'm talking Remember about. Remember in Tassie a few years ago, yeah, JC walked nothing. into Davo's pit that's was nothing. ready to that's punch wah-wah. on. That's Wawa. That's Waffle. I want to see. I want to see. see headbutts. <laughs> I want to see like a Joey Logano and and Kevin Harvick style through thing. the window. Paul you Morris, know, Tony Longhurst, literally Longhurst. dump yeah. each other into the fence at two hundred mile an hour, <laughs> and then punch on with the whole team afterwards. Actually, while we're talking uh, NASCAR, can I just say to the racing gods, thank you for letting a fat old bloke win the Daytona five hundred <laughs> this year. Because normally, when you see when you see young blokes or race winners, they're all bean poles, super fit, ripped, full of muscle. Yeah, it, it seems this like year's Daytona five hundred. Yeah. He could hardly get out the window. It was ace. It was so good. It did seem. McDowell, he got out. It was like grab a burger and a beer, and away we go. It Sweet. did seem like retire. someone has just went to the nearest In and Out Burger and said, "Hey, mate, do you want to oh. jump into a, a Dodge for us and just do a couple of laps?" So good. In fact, I think he was sponsored by a fast food joint. I think Lovey's in America is a fast food joint. <laughs> really? But and I, I must admit, I'm not a massive NASCAR guy, but and I do know Michael McDowell had been around for a while but I couldn't he could have walked past me and and you know given me a high five I'd had, I would never have walked away going oh that was Michael McDowell no no idea what he looked like but then when he got out of the car and it was all double is he big I haven't yeah, seen him double chins yeah, he, racing, oh, double chins and guts I thought oh good on you bro you know, waving the flag for the fat old blacks. Yeah, he, he did just look like, you know, a common yeah. man sort of. He, he's yeah. about Paul Morris spec uh, last year, give or take. But, uh... Ooh, oh, I'm not sure I'd have said that. Really? Uh, yeah, no, Paul's eaten a couple of elephants in recent months. <laughs> His Norwell shirt's quite Sprayed tight. On. <laughs> okay, well, we better move on before we get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> let's get to, let's get to the driver's seat stock report. <laughs> He's got more money than us. He might send some random smack us around. Uh, so now, look, this is what we're going to do. We've got to look at the paddock and see. Basically, we're going to treat it like an open market. We're going to see who's tracking upwards, who's heading for a free fall, or who's just about the same as last year. So we'll start off at the top end of pit lane. Oh, geez, I sounded like bloody Scaifey there, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, because you haven't repeated what we've said yet. This is true. This is true. Um, so <laughs> we've got uh, DJR, the brand new Dick Johnson Racing at the front end of pit lane, uh, Will Davo in car 17, Anton Di Pasquale in car number 100 to celebrate Pertec opening 100 stores here in Australia. But uh, how do you reckon they're going, boys? Are they tracking upwards, heading for a free fall, or about the same as last year? Um, I, I, you know, I think they're um, actually... Look at that, Matthew. Oh, really? Look it's another that. Steve Johnson Super, wah-wah on the screen. Supercars, uh, what do you call it? Supercars, old Classics, fat blokes racing. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Johnson, Michael McDowell. There you go. Um, <laughs> it's Sandown no. from about 1927 I'll and Steve Johnson up the front on a horse. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, are you two? I knew I shouldn't have brought that up. Well, there I go. What a good start. Anyway, oh, easy uh, tiger. Mate, always been it's not a good how starter. you start. It's all how you finish. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so DJ so, out, track it up. DJ out, track it. Well, they can't really track up, can they? You know, the hardest thing about where they're at is yep. they have to maintain. Yep. Simple as that. You cannot get further up than where they are. They're at the lead of the pit lane. They won the Teens Championship, is it? Correct. Two yep. out of the last yep. three or three out of the last no, four? three out of the last four. Three out of the so, last four. Um, 
you know, the, the biggest question marks, obviously, what people are going to say are the drivers. And, um, you know, I think Anton's an absolute talent. I think he's mm. going to be extremely fast. And, you know, people still forget, even though he didn't race after, uh, I guess it was half the show at the AGP in 2020, Will was the lead Tickford car up until that point. Yeah, qualified fourth in Adelaide. Probably, yeah, and probably so, should have won Tail and Bend in 2019. Mm-hmm. That um, um, you know, airbox fire, wasn't it? Airbox him... fire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he he's, I think, surprised a few. So I think, um, you know, he's been reinvigorated now with, obviously, a new, new lease on life mm-hmm. um, when you th- probably think you're down and out and you're not going to get anything and he gets arguably the best seat in pit lane. Mm. So I think you're going to see two guys there, which is going to be great for DJR finally, that they're going to have two guys there pushing each other and, um, you know, and hopefully pushing each other at the front or there thereabouts at the front to get to the front. In stock market terms, Nimsy, all I would say about DJR is the market is nervous. Stocks mm. haven't gone up, but they haven't dropped as well. It's still a performing squad, so I think it's just a hold on mm. that one. A hold on them. Well, okay, moving down uh, to the next garage, Triple Eight, Jamie Winkup in his final season, uh, which is weird to be thinking uh, that we're going to have to see a grid with no J-Dub on it, and uh, SVG as well. The current <laughs> fastest winner. What are you? What's going on? <laughs> I just got Stephen center punched just, by Tanda. Stephen just <laughs> locked up in the rears and I got smacked the rears. into I someone. I got hit by Tanda. <laughs> you wait. Sorry. You want to talk about going into pit lane, Will Davo <laughs> and Courtney style. You wait till you see me Curr- go in. Currently, 17 and 18 are at the bottom hand, uh, bottom of Dandenong Road at Sandown, sideways and smoking. Well, Max Wilson last. was there because he couldn't reach the brake pedal. <laughs> Anyway, sure? Nimsy, sorry, I broke into laughter. Triple uh, Eight Race Engineering. Interesting. This is going to uh, the biggest off off season news for mine was Jamie retiring, Tony Quinn taking over a, a good chunk of ownership, yep. um, and uh, the fact that Jamie will be running it as when Roland steps down. So again, I think in terms of of like the stock market. <sighs> The investors are nervous um, because it's it's going to be very difficult. It'll be interesting to see how Jamie, who will want to go out on top, mm-hmm. um, it'll be interesting to see how he is able to do uh, what they call the funeral tour, the last year of your, your career, um, taking on a greater role in management at Triple Eight and, and how he stitches all that together. It didn't work for Scaife. It didn't work for Larkham. So that's going to be really interesting to watch. Um but I still think they are definitely always going to be in a strong play for the championship. I still, th- I also think they are a hold. People are nervous, but they're a hold. You can never really ride yeah. off Triple Eight, can you? No, no. you can't. I, no. Like SVG is, um, you know, he's tainted as being the guy that actually um, is going to win the championship. You know, that's yeah. that, that's he's the. I guess he's the favourite. You know, if you if you read all the. All the comments and what everyone's thinking, um, and probably probably rightly so. Probably I mean, so, yeah, he's he always won been Bathurst. up there. You know, he's always there. Yeah, he's always there or thereabouts. But you know what, Jamie Jamie's ultra fast, and he wouldn't do another year like this if he didn't think that he had, I guess the um, the drive and and we we know he's got the talent. We know he's fast enough. He's won seven championships, but he wouldn't do it if he didn't feel like he he didn't have another shot to win the championship. Simple as that. If he thought he was maybe going to finish top five, he'd literally pull the pin. Yeah. He's that sort of bloke. Yeah. 
Um, let's move over to Tickford Racing now because they were a pretty a, a dark horse last year. Unfortunately, no Lee Holdsworth. They downsized to a three-car team. Uh, Cameron Waters, runner-up of the championship last year. Very competitive. In fact, if you take Scotty out of the race, like we saw how fast Cam was at Townsville. Like he has been the front-runner of Tickford ever since Chaz and Frosty left. Uh, how do we reckon they're going to go? Uh, yeah, I th- I still think Cam's going to be the pace setter there. I, I just Courtney has got that. Um, I guess he he can deliver that result every now and then, but I just don't think he's consistent enough like Cam mm-hmm. at the moment to to put a whole championship together. You know, and I the think, reality is Cam was probably the closest to Scotty Mack last year, hundred percent consistently, absolutely, yeah. So yeah, I I think they're uh, in stock terms, mate. I think they. Uh, what have I written here? They're a buy. They're a buy in. Yep. Well, they're he was the. Um, he was really, you know, I, I wouldn't say there. You can never say that you're unlucky to not win Bathurst, but they were the, they were the pace the whole week. Oh, absolutely. Him yep. and him and Will Davo yep. in that monster car. Yep. So buy them. You know, yep. I think I think, you know, they're going to really be knocking on the door for the championship this year. So I, I would even say for me, mm. they're probably. If you look at the Dow Jones, it's just bending upwards a little bit. <laughs> Trending upwards. Yes, Trending upwards. Well done The there. Dow Jones. Uh, uh, another one here, uh, Blanchard Racing. What's the Dow team? Jones? Uh, it's uh, David Jones. David Jones' Blank look follows. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Blanchard Racing the last, team. Long lost Jones family. Um, the Dow. Uh, they're another shareholder in Brad Jones Racing. Um, yes, correct. Blanchard Racing team. How do we reckon they're going to go? Uh, we've heard, we just heard from Timmy. Um, he seems to have, you know, no delusions of grandeur there. He just knows he wants to be consistent. How consistent can they be? In stock terms, if they're competitively priced by a small amount, yeah, just invest in small amounts, I think, right now. I think that's all you can do in a first-year team. Buy yeah. small amounts. Yeah, this one's going to be... got nothing to sell, so buy small well, amounts. This is, this is true. Yeah, and are we going off, Nimsy, where they're actually in pit lane order? Or yeah, this is, this, this is where they're in pit lane. So he's actually going to be sharing well, a boom with uh, Jack LeBrock. Yep, so if you're looking at that and you're going off pit lane order, they're going to drop. Simple as that. You've got BJR, Walken, Troy, and Dreddy United, you know, yeah. even Team 18 who are fast uh, at the end of last year, um, you know, especially Scotty Pye. They're going to, you know, I'd be very, very surprised if they stay in front of all those guys. Yeah. Mm. No. I'd just buy a little bit of stock. Yeah. Um, Don't sell the maybe, house. Just maybe a for a one-off race here and there. <laughs> just do some little just some little Bitcoin things. Now, this is this has been the uh, the story of the summer. Erebus Motorsport, they've got a brand new lineup. Uh, Will Brown in car number nine. Brody Kostecki in car number 99. It was revealed to have an absolutely striking Boost Mobile livery. So we're going to have... Uh, a boost Mustang and that's a boost strange. I think I find that really strange, isn't it? Like that you've actually got a sponsor that's sponsoring a car in two separate teams. I mean, I know it happens, but normally not naming rights. So yeah. Yeah, uh, you've got, you know, yeah, JC and, and, you know, I guess he's hedging his bets. Would you would you put your all of your sponsorship dollars of your company into Erebus right now? No, absolutely not. No. Probably not right now, but, uh, uh, but, how, <laughs> but probably how, not right now. How do we think that uh, Erebus <laughs> are going to go this year? Because... Uh, look, it's it's definitely been a tumultuous off season, to say, what? To say the least. Oh. Tumultuous. A what was it? Tumultuous. Yeah. Oh, there's that English again. Tumultuous. Tumultuous. Whatever. Thank Eng- you. English is my second <laughs> language. Um, uh, yeah. Sell in Stockland. Sell, 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 sell. If you could ring a bell, yep. sell. Yeah. New engineering. Two new drivers. Very talented young drivers. 
no doubt. Mm. Um, but I just think right now, the basket case. I, and I can't wait to be proven wrong. Yeah. Out of the two drivers, who do you think is going to be the one more so at the uh, pushing towards the pointy end, let's say? I reckon Brody. That's a great question. I reckon Brody. I think Brody's a bit too trophy or the trees at the moment. Yeah, but Will's also very into the fence, into the fence as yeah, well. Yeah, I, but I we just saw think... what he did in, in an Excel at Townsville. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. And he went side by side, lap one mm. through the chase, Bathurst. Well, he pushed. He hit somebody. He hit lap, someone. He hit somebody. Yeah. Um, into the chase, didn't he? Like bump draft. Oh, it will be really. Clever, it's a great question. You can do. It's a great question, Nimsy. I, I think. I think Kostecki will be a bit trophy of the trees, mm-hmm. and I think Will would have had a bit of a tune-up in the off-season. Mm. He's got more experience. Uh, he would have been considered to be consistently faster than Brody at this stage. So it'll be interesting to see. We'll see this weekend. If, mm. the, if uh, This weekend's going to show you whether they've toned back or whether they've been told, which is why everyone is saying that Brody got the drive because yeah. he – did not relent under the pressure at the 1,000. He just went in boots and all, every corner. Didn't care who was on him. All right. It'll we'll... be interesting to see if that holds true this weekend. Right. So we'll rip through the rest of these teams because we've got mm-hmm. a fair bit to go through. Uh, all right. So Team 18, buy, sell, hold. What do we reckon? Sell. At the risk <laughs> <laughs> at the risk of my friendship with my co-host Stevie J, buy. Look, Scotty Pye. Yeah, Scotty Pye. He did very. Him going to that team was the best thing that ever happened to him. No disrespect to Frosty. So. Yep. But uh, it's the Scott Pye show there, and um, pies for everyone. I say the Shepherd's <laughs> Pie, the Shepherd Show. <laughs> uh, Walking to Andretti United, Chaz and Bryce. How do we, how they reckon we're going to go? I think they're a buy. Buy I lots, so. lots, yeah, lots, lots. I reckon lots. they're a buy. Take yeah, your mortgage, sure. whatever you've, whatever <laughs> equity you've got in your house, go and spend it on. Stocks in you, WAU. This was a wow. feel good. Yep, feel I good reckon s- they're on. This was a feel good story last year. Brad Jones Racing. They co- walked away with a couple of race wins, a couple of uh, armor or pole positions as well. How do you reckon this forecast outfit's going to go next? Oh well, this year. Hold. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I reckon. Hold. Yep. It's going to be one of those things where it's it's. You know, it, I guess this weekend. I mean, I know we've all said it, but this weekend will really. Um, Give me a really good idea of mm. what they're going to do because mm-hmm. it is a place that they've usually gone pretty well at. But they went at pl- they they went well in places last year that they've notoriously gone bad at. So and that's they went what bad really at Bathurst last year. Uh, yeah, exactly. So that's what really impressed me for through the year with with their um, uh, their weak tracks that they improved on. But mm-hmm. but ironically, their their pace at Bathurst was just nowhere. No, so I don't, I, that really mm. confused me. So I don't. It, I can't wait to see what they do this weekend, but generally, I would think that they're definitely a hold at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Kelly Grove Racing, brand new name, brand new drivers. I oh, except for Andre, but um, how do we reckon Bye. they're going to go? Buy, buy a lot, buy. Yep. Yeah, I reckon Heimgarten is going to be a standout this year, and Davey Reynolds with his normal engineer in a good environment, well funded by the Grove Foundation, the, the, the Grove guys. Yep. Buy, 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 buy. Yeah, Plus, I think. They're going to move forward as well. Let's also not forget, too, um, uh, they're also both got the same manager, uh, John at Push Talent Management. So they've had quite a bit of history together. So Good on you, John. It's always okay. nice to have them on board. Uh, mm-hmm. Team Sydney. Now, talk about going from the penthouse to the outhouse. Um, Fabian Coulthard and Gary Jacobson, all the way up the uh, the dodgy end of town. 
Um, how do we reckon? <laughs> Dodgy end of town. <laughs> how do we reckon uh, Team Sydney's going to go this year? If you're currently holding stocks, sell. Sell. <laughs> Get out now. And I'm just unsure of why anyone would have bought stocks at the start. You know, oh, it's. It could I, have I been guess a promise. I guess you never know. You never know. And that's... someone at somewhere somewhere years ago, there would have been a conversation in a pub where someone went, Amazon, books. <laughs> you want me to throw some cash into that? Banana? Yeah. No yeah. way, mate. Yeah. Righto, mate. Yeah. Who's, who reads yeah. books anymore? Yeah. See ya, no. mate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and we know how that finished up. Yeah. So, I, look, yeah, I think sell at the moment. I think I think, uh, despite all the good PR talk, I think Fabian is going to be pulling out his gorgeous head of hair. Mm. Uh, last but not least, Matt Stone Racing, Jake Kostecki and Zane Goddard, both in a full-time drive, both in individual cars this time around. Um, do you reckon they'll maybe jag a sneaky top 10 here or there? Uh, possibly. Uh, yeah, quite possibly. Possibly. Um, is there any, I don't know the formats this year, like all of the formats. Is there any of last year's with the tyres and, no, and that like, no, that, like no. we had? No, so thank that's God. Been binned. That has been thank, binned. Thank so, goodness. No, I, I, yeah, I would probably not buy any stocks there, but I would maybe look at buying stocks very quickly at a certain event or two and see how they go. And Dump then and run. Yeah. Mm. Buy, go well, and then sell. <laughs> They're a penny stock at this stage. Penny stock. There so you go. I, if they were cheap, I'd buy a few. And look, hey, it's the Kubota car. One of them's got Kubota on it. So we love Kubota. We love the brand. But I'm not entirely sure we'll see them up the front much at all this year. Yes, barring a uh, Bradbury-like sort of experience. But, uh, hey, look, it'll be interesting to see. We might, we might completely be off the mark. Come uh, the Mount Panorama 500 this time around. But uh, look, there's still plenty to get through. In fact, we'll get to some of your texts as well. 0433 98 11 16 is the number. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it as always. Thanks to Kubota. Kubota implements Crone Great Plains, implementing a great partnership. Kubota implements Crone Great Plains, implementing a great partnership. I have forgot that uh, during these ad breaks that, uh, oh, that's right, we've got to come back and do a show. We can't just chat during Yeah, oh, I love that way you knew me. We're just chatting away and you're like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, oh, we're on, hang on. Normally and then all of a sudden, dulcet tone of 10 seconds, boys. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go, oh. Uh, you, can, you can really tell this is like when everyone comes back on day one of school and we don't oh, care no. what the book list is. It's just like, what did you guys do during Christmas? Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, hey, look, we're going to get to this week's Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Brakes big moment. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Brakes. Big welcome back to Bendix Brakes. They've been a proud supporter of the driver's seat as well. But I want to talk uh, quickly about uh, John Bauer because, uh, Stevie, this is something that really took a lot of us off guard because one minute we were celebrating after race Tasmania and JB getting 100 TCM wins, and that's a phenomenal sort of uh, achievement. And then next yep. thing you know, we hear that he's been dished out quite a, a heavy cancer scare. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's pretty strange, isn't it? I mean, you never think that that sort of stuff's going to happen to people that you know and that are really close. And and when it does, um, I mean, this day and age, you've almost got to expect something's going to happen. But it just, you know, it just. Really took the, world. It took mm. the wind out of the sails too, didn't it? Because we were all just so pumped, like, go on your JB, can't wait to see it at Bathurst. And then all of a sudden that news came out. And uh, gotta, I'll tell you what, I do have to hand it to JB. He's been very good. He's 
very open when it comes to things like that. I know he it's was classy, isn't it? a mm. big advocate too for like, you know, mental health and things like mm. that too. So he's always been on the front foot, but uh, we do have some good news. That's why this is the Bendix Breaks big moment. He is going to be at Mount Panorama. He wrote this on his Facebook page. Yes, I'm going to be at Bathurst. Haven't felt great since my initial procedure for prostate cancer, but it's very random. So I'm going to give the racing a crack, mainly because it's Bathurst. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what I think it is, and I was talking to Mrs. Mack about this, is why it's such a shock, why it was such a shock with Tommy Randall and why it's such a shock with John is because of what we do in the race cars. They're fast. They're dangerous. We have these almighty accidents. We just, you know, get out, brush ourselves off. And then all of a sudden, and which is an almost inhuman thing to do, then all of a sudden we get a message like JB and Tommy Randall's to say, you know, not only is my racing in jeopardy, but my life's potentially in jeopardy. And it yeah. does. It sits you back. It rocks you back mm. that, that the people who do this, our heroes, are absolutely just humans. And uh, it, it really makes the point of getting yourself checked, watch for symptoms. And, um, you know, if, certainly from a prostate cancer point of view, if you're a man of a certain age, just go and get it all checked. As you mentioned. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go so, sorry, Nimzin. And what I was going to say is that it's one of those things that um, – Dad, dad actually spent quite a bit of time on the phone to him because, um, you know, dad actually went through the same thing. So quite a few years back now, but, um, um, you know, and true to John's form that he'll listen to some of what dad says and then he, he just doesn't <laughs> want to listen to the rest of it. So, um, but, uh, you know, that's what John's been like the whole time. Um, and yeah. you know, if anyone's going to get through it, it's going to be him because, you know, I oh know we always say that it's a bit of a cliche thing to say, but. Um, you know, John lives for living. John lives for racing. John lives for going to the track. John lives for the fans. Mm. Like he's just, and you know, it's not only that he's had, you know, and still has issues with, um, you know, I guess mental health, mental, mental yeah. health, you would yeah. call it yeah. really. Yeah. No shame in, you know, no shame in saying it. He's, no, exactly. he's very open about it. So absolutely. Yeah. And, he does. and he you know, so you know, depression comes into play a lot with him, especially, uh, and, and his worst time of the year is actually Christmas time when it's usually everybody else's favourite because, you know, there's no racing on. There's no people to see. Yeah, there's yeah. no... Kids there's and no, grandkids are in the US, I think, yeah, as well. So there's, But there's no... Um, Nothing to get know, him out. There's no driving and doing, you know, th pieces for articles in, mm. you know, books and, you know, mm. motor magazines mm. and all that sort of stuff. So he literally um, hates that time of year. So... Uh, I think that moving forward, you know, he's going to get through this. I know he's going to get through this. Uh, and we've all got to think positive about it. And, um, you know, I just can't wait to see him at Bathurst. Same in mirrors. 100%. <laughs> in your mirrors. In your mirrors. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll tell you. Um, but, uh, and Matty, you also says something pretty important too. Like we talk about how, you know, cancer is something that can affect everyone. I mean, one minute Tommy Randall's in a Super 2 race and he's doing absolutely – he's got – the brightest future. He's a Mike Gable winner. Mm. Um, and then you've got JB, who's got such a decorated career. Like, there really is no discrimination here. It's not an old nope. guy's game. It's not a nope. young guy's game. It's just nope. uh, it's it just doesn't discriminate, which is absolutely awful. But uh, just quickly something that you touch on there, Stevie. Um, I do see that the iconic true blue colours will be returning to Bathurst. We'll be seeing the full throttle custom garage Ford Falcon XD around the mountain. We will. Very Some cool, isn't nuts, it? I'm hoping. Uh, yeah, we'll make sure that <laughs> or not we'll overtighten them. We'll make sure that bits and pieces don't fall off, and because uh, uh, it's really not a place that you want anything to fall off, to be honest. So I'm glad that it did happen where mm. it happened in Tasmania. Because imagine it happened down the back straight when you went to the break at 
240k an hour. Imagine if it didn't happen there and it happened this race meeting at Reed Park. Oof. Yeah, no good. So, um, yeah, so not ideal. And I think that, um, you know, it's yeah, it's going to be pretty emotional having a, you know, even though, yes, it's not the actual car, but uh, a tribute car back to Bathurst hmm. after all these years, it's going to be very cool. And with crowds allowed as well. Yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be good. It's going Can't to be wait. Big. Yep. Actually having people cheering you on too, that's going to be fantastic. Uh, but yes. Uh, For our, once. Our, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our, uh, we do want to send our best wishes to JB. Uh, we'll try to get him on the show in the next couple of weeks or so, just have a bit of a yarn with this. Mm-hmm. But uh, yep, round two at TCM. That'll be this weekend as well. A full 19-car field. going to be awesome. The first time TCM has been at Mount Panorama since 2019, where I believe that was your infamous pass there, Stevie. Yes, it was indeed. So let's with Ryle Harris. Yeah, it was good. That's right. A good little, uh, great footage there too. And I do yeah, every... jump on YouTube for that one. <laughs> the most one. watched uh, clip from any Fox Sport Motorsport in 2019. There you go. Wow, there you go. Is that for a stat? What a <laughs> cracking stat! I was like, nice work, Noons. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And Tommy from Toowoomba, we will get to your text message. Yes, same with in you. a sec. I, I will address your statement. Same with you too, Jared. But uh, yes, you listen to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. For Kubota implements, Chrome, Great Plains, implementing a great partnership. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Kubota implements, Chrome, and Great Plains, implementing a great partnership. Let's get to some texts here. 0433981116. First off, we'll start off with Jared. Uh, great to have you back for 2021, boys. I'm not a huge motorhead, but you made my Wednesday night pizza deliveries a whole lot better during the pandemic. After hearing Jack Perkins' story on the Howie Games podcast, I'd love to see some success for him. What do you see in 2021 for Jack? Commentary. Commentary in, uh, and Super 2, I think. With, That's um, correct, yeah. With uh, the Eggleston guys, and he's doing he's working on Channel 7 in commentary. And he's who's he signed up to co-drive with? Um, uh, Erebus. Erebus with Erebus. Look, yes. with Jack uh, is Will, with Will. Jack's always good. And Jared, thank you, mate. We remember you from COVID and making your uh, your Wednesday night deliveries a, a, a fun time. So thanks for that. And Jared, uh, look, word of advice to Mount Panorama Five Hundred. It's on free to wear, so check it out. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we'll see Jack on that one, even though he's still doing Super Two this weekend. Um, I think Jack's an interesting one. He's always he is a reliable co-driver. Very rarely do you see Jack make some monumental mistake. Even more than that, I think Jack's a great commentator. I think Jack's really good. I think he's good too. Like I, I enjoy, I especially enjoyed when he was doing the stuff at the AGP. Absolutely. He did a great job there. And um, I think really, um, he's really doing the, uh, what do you call it, the Super 2 season, mm-hmm. mainly for... Um, the enduro drive just mm. to be sharp for that. You know, you look at other guys that are, you know, Luke Yulden, um, he's actually running in career cup this year mm-hmm. because he's back, back out of Dave, retirement, back out of retirement with Dave. Well, did he retire or did he just, someone might've told him that not he not want to be bashed anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barry bashed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think, you know, Jack does a, a super job in pretty much anything he does, and he's actually a ripper bloke as well. So yeah. I'm happy to see him there. Does a good job for all the di- the, the diabetic fraternity as well because he is uh, he is diabetic. So uh, yeah, definitely uh, good on him. Flies the flag there and raises a fair bit yeah. of awareness there. So absolutely. Um, here's one from our mate Tom in Toowoomba with a bit of a drive by for you, Matty. Uh, Matty mm. McKeldin, you've certainly changed your tune about Erebus in the off season. I said there were a basket case in the last year, and you said I was 100 percent wrong. That's from Tom in Toowoomba. 
You know what, Tommy? You're right, I, and I and I did think you were wrong then. And then the off season came along, and you lost two engineers, you lost two drivers, and you lost a full sponsorship. Penrite's gone, Merco's gone, your Bathurst winner's gone, your Bathurst winner's gone, your co-drivers are gone. You're gone. So uh, <laughs> they're all I, gone. They're all gone. They're in the fence. <laughs> so I, I look. I, I thought. I thought the nucleus of the team was quite good if they stayed together. And at the end of the last year, that's what we were kind of thinking, except for maybe Dave. But then there was the mass exodus from that team. So for mine, it's a little bit like start again. It's just start again. It is a bit, isn't it's it? It's a clean sheet. Yep. And and you know what, Tommy? They may actually surprise everyone. And I'm happy to be completely and utterly told I'm wrong. I get that on a daily basis when I'm at home. <laughs> so I'm used to being told I'm wrong. Um, so we'll see. I'd love them to, to be able to be good, but it's a clean sheet. Yeah, it'll be interesting because, remember, a lot of people, when Dave first moved to Erebus, said that he'd never win a race again, and then, lo and behold, he wins Bathurst. So you Absolutely. never know. You never know what the racing gods have in store for you. But uh, keep your texts coming through, 0433981116. We'll take a quick pause for the course here on the driver's seat because, boys, it is time to bring out the old balls, the crystal balls. Oh, shine them up. <laughs> Grab your rag. That's right. And your Windex, Stevie J. Because <laughs> it is that time of the year where we delve into the crystal ball. We'll do that next right here on The Driver's Seat. The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota Implements. Chrome, great planes and you. Together, we are implementing a great partnership. Great to have your company on The Driver's Seat. Uh, a quick one from Tom in Toowoomba. I do hope good things for Erebus, as Will Brown is a fellow Toowoomba driver. It's just going to be hard this year, but a bit to look out for them in 2023-24. Uh, Tim, yeah. Tommy, we absolutely uh, can understand your parochialism for another T-Barian, but um, good luck. They've got the Toowoomba's put out some fair few. Uh, they've got a good pedigree when it comes to motorsport. Oh, yeah, like from a population point of view, to have someone like Will Power. Mm. Um, you know, Will Power, uh, Will Brown, Jimmy Mann, who you've probably never heard of, but he was a good racing driver. Okay. Fits the best exhaust pipes <laughs> in Queensland, let me tell you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up at King's Exhaust. Go and see Jimmy. I think it's Exhaust Kings, maybe. Free plug there, Jimmy. There you, you go, Jimmy. We'll cut that up and uh, try to send you the invoice. Not that I need an exhaust on my Mustang, but I may do for another car. Oh, right. Uh, right now, though, it's that time of the year where we – Delve into our crystal balls and, you know what, I'm just going to play the music. That's right. It's that time of the year where we dust off the crystal ball. We give predictions for who's going to be holding the trophy at the end of it all. We'll start off with the Supercars Champion prediction. No Scott McLaughlin to dominate the field in 2021. So is this wide open for a newcomer or will we see a resurgence of Triple Eight back to running rough shot? across the paddock and just snapping up trophies left, right, and center. <laughs> uh, why do you always look at me, Matty? Because I, I, I don't know. You just go first. I only just re- realized that we're up to segment five. So, <laughs> Would you like me to oh, – do you want me to say? I would like to hear your ball prediction, please. I've given him a clean. I've given it a scrub up. And I reckon so left field. Chaz Mostert. Chazzy. Yep. Wow. I just reckon in a year that they had last year, full a new team, new car, and full of disruption, and he was red hot. I reckon if they get some consistency into that, in, into that car and that mm-hmm. uh, the engineering group, which I think they've got now, I think you'll find Chazzy do amazingly well. So I am picking him. 
Wow. As the, the champion. Yep, for the championship. Yeah, okay. I reckon he's ready. All right. What about you, Stevie? Wow. That's, uh, that's very left field, isn't it? Oh, I know. Don't worry. But don't we all? We all love a bit of left field stuff, don't we? So We do. Um, how about... Do you want me to... Should we include or not include DJ and uh, Triple H? No, you definitely no, include. Definitely. No, include. they have to. Yeah. You have to. I reckon... I think Shane Van Gisbergen is going to be hard to beat. There that's you go. Very that's that's my right. prediction. Prediction. I think, I think it's a Everyone's going to crucify me for not choosing somebody else or no, choosing a Red Bull driver. But I'm like, no, no, I think no. you know, that's uh, respect. I, and I still think um, you know, there's there's some other guys out there that are you know, I think Cam Waters too. I don't think he's going to be far behind. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be top three again. So, you know, it depends on. It could go each way. Um, depending on what happens through the year. so This year is harder to pick than a broken is. nose when you've got Triple Eight, DJR, WAU, Tickford, Tickford, all with great, strong groups behind them. BJR, with Toddy Hazelwood could uh, definitely, uh, you know, this could be the year that he sort of... Okay, you, know, you need to take your ball back out and give it more of a shine. <laughs> Todd Hazelwood will not win the championship this year. No, we he's love not, him, no, he's not. But he going will not to, win the championship. No, but I mean, like he could rob points. That's 150 points that could be going to a potential champion that might not go to him. Mm. Like it is the long game here. Yeah, absolutely, and you never know. But um, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say that Todd's going to win the championship. I <laughs> know. Move on. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. All. So we, this is the part where we normally try and uh, predict who gets the Pertec Enduro Cup, but obviously it's just a one-off Enduro. So who is going to take out the Bathurst crown? Now, here's our co-drivers for this season and their respective primary driver, if they're known. DJR have Scotty Mack coming back if uh, it doesn't. Maybe. May, that's a big maybe, maybe. there. T8 have got the Dream Team back. Craig Lowndes teams up with J-Dub. Garth Tander with SVG. Uh, at Tickford, they've got James Moffat, Alex Premer, and Thomas Randall. Uh, Blanchard Racing Team has Tim Blanchard teaming up with Timmy Slade, so Tim Squared. Erebus have got uh, Jack Perkins with Will Brown and David Russell with Brody Kostecki. Team 18's got Robbo with Mark Winterbottom and James Golding with Scotty Pye. Mm-hmm. Lee Holdsworth jumps in with Chazzy. Here at Walkinshaw and Dreddy United, and Luffy moves over to Bryce Fullwood. Geez, I'll tell you what, that, that's that's guaranteed podium for Bryce there. He's just, Luffy just <laughs> eats podiums for breakfast. Absolutely. <laughs> and at BJI, you've got Dale Wood teaming up with Nick Perkat, Chris Pither with Macca, and at Kelly Grove Racing, you've got Lukey Yildon teaming up with Davey Reynolds. There's some, you know, just such good driver combinations through that whole Huge. field. Isn't it? Huge. It's just yeah. crazy. Yep. Good to see Dave Russell back. Uh, sorry, Dave Russell. David, yeah, Dave Russell. Dave Russell. Russell. Yeah. Good to see Dave Russ back. Uh, I'm going to be really boring. Everything in in my waters is saying WAU. So I'm actually going to say I love the combination of Lee and Chaz for yeah. Bathurst. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good pick too. I that's mean, they're big. Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, I'd love to. Study that a bit more, but I haven't got time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, can uh, I ask this question? Mm. If Scotty Mack does not get brought back because of borders or travel or calendars or whatever, could we see one Steve Johnson return to Bathurst? No. Wow. That's definitive. That was very quick. That was quick there. No. That almost, folks listening, that's almost because if you asked Steve last year, he went, oh, 
Oh, I don't know. I mean, I got you. I could. I mean, hey, you know, I'd have to get fit. That one was like there's well, already had been a discussion had no, around the Chrissy tree with, with the big dick. And it's, no. Nah. There hasn't been a discussion. I just don't think now, um, you know, I think, I still think I could do a great job, but I just don't think that I'm really up for that environment again. Mm. You know, I think I've, okay. I've done that now. And So I'm, who's your pick? I'm really uh, enjoying what I'm doing at the moment. So who's your pick for Bathurst? My pick. I know for you Bathurst, want to study it a bit more, but we've only got two hours in the show. My pick for Bathurst is. Um, <laughs> I can't. I honestly can't pick. There's Anton's going to be fast. There's going to be uh, Cam Waters, SVG Tanda. You know, I mean, like all those, you just really can't. I guess. Pick, choose from. Oh, will you get off the fence and I make can't. a choice? I honestly can't. That's I... right, man. We're not going to take the the name of your firstborn child. <laughs> Just make it. The, the folks at home want to know All who right. Steve Johnson is picking for Bathurst one thousand, it... not the Bathurst five hundred, the Bathurst one thousand. Bathurst one thousand. I am going to pick SVG and Tender again to go. I think Ooh, back to back. back I'm pretty back. sure that's a very safe bet there. That is a very safe bet there. Write it down, Nimsy. Yep. Um, next up, TCR Series Champion. Will Brown can't defend his title. Uh, there have been some new additions to the category, like Lee Holdsworth. I'm sure Chazzy might get another run. GT's in there as well. But uh, while it is, you know, um, while Leroy is second in the championship, he's coming up against some absolute stellar young guns too, like Geordie Cox, series leader Geordie. at the moment. So yep. Who do we think is going to get out the champion there? Geordie Cox. You reckon? Yep. Yep. Geordie knows how to win. Mm-hmm. and he knows when to fight and when not to fight. And he knew in Tasmania that he couldn't take it to Lee on a couple of occasions. But, uh, and so just held strong, was consistent, didn't overdrive it, didn't kill the tyres, didn't kill the car. And I think Geordie is in a good position to win. That Alpha's strong this year. Yeah. So. I right. think Leroy. I reckon, yeah. I reckon Leroy's going to prevail there. I he's think just been the experience. So fast, too. And he's literally done one race meeting in that thing. And look yeah. how fast he was. Yep. Whereas Geordie is the master of front wheel drive cars, you know, if you want to go back to what he's done in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Leroy's just going to get his head around that more and more and be quicker and quicker and quicker. Agreed. Okay. Uh, last but not least, Super 2 champion uh, Thomas Randall isn't on the grid to defend his championship, but Matt White Motorsport has expanded to four Nissans. Uh, and Triple Eight have also stepped up their Super Two involvement. How's this, Brock Feeney? Not only is he car, is he in Car Triple Eight, Red Bull, Boost Mobile backing, alongside Super G backing as well. Um, Not bad, huh? It's pretty decent for the young bloke, isn't it? And it, and if he does particularly well, is probably in the box seat to replace Jamie for next year. Is the early discussion. If he has a good year this year, I'm going to tip him for the championship. I think he's got everything he needs. Mm-hmm. To, to make it happen. Well, he did a great job in Super mm. 3 when he won that championship. And obviously, yep. we didn't never really saw him flourish in the Super 2 championship because of last year. So, yep. um, But he was fast. Yep. So yeah, let's, yeah. Um, let's see what uh, what happens this year with, with a full championship behind his belt. And you'll see Aaron Seaton, so another son of a gun, mm-hmm. coming into Super 2 this year. Can I tell you when they made that announcement, which was across the Tasmanian weekend, and of course, I race against Aaron, or I do race against Aaron in the Trans Ams, and I read it, I started reading it, and I thought, oh, you beauty, he's gone. Get out of here, pal, you're too fast. And then he, right at the bottom it said he's going to continue doing Trans Am and Super 2. 
bloody hell. Because mm. he's too good. So who, who did you say was going to take it out, Stevie? Was that Brock? Sorry, big pun. Who did you say was going to take out Super 2 champion? Uh, well, Maddie said that. Anyway. We really need to do something different, don't we? Don't have to. You don't need to. Okay. Brock. There you go. <laughs> the old Brock Franny. He did take uh, your old uh, Falcon Oops. to a Super 3 title. So He did. <laughs> and that's... And the only title was, that car won. 15. <laughs> oh, give me a break. Uh, also, one of the texts, uh, SVG for the championship. And Chaz and mm. Lethal for Bathurst. Uh, oh, I like your Chaz and Lethal prediction. Mm. Pop your name Whoever on that, that one because we'd love to give you some credit for that. So uh, number ending in 228. Sent a couple of good texts in today. We'd love to give you some credit. But, uh, yep, that was the Crystal Balls. We'll revisit them at the end of the year and see just how we, how we went. Can but, you wrap yours in velvet and put them away, Steve Johnson? <laughs> Instead of just throwing it in the top desk of the drawer like it's the last day of school. All right, all right. I'll throw a long in hot some... summer has not been good for your crystal balls. I'll throw them in some rice so they dry next time. Oh, oh dear! Ooh. There's a mental image I didn't want. Oh, <laughs> yikes! All right, this is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. <laughs> Kubota implements Crone great plans and you together. We're implementing a great partnership. Back with more right after this. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota implements Crone. Great Plains, implementing a great partnership. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it, as always, thanks to Kubota, and we thank them for their support for the past five seasons of the show. Uh, right now, now this one is, I'm not going to, uh, full disclaimer here, we don't know what the answer is. This is full speculation, but the Australian Grand Prix, we'll talk a bit of Formula One, because the AGP was scheduled to go ahead March 18th to 21st, but that's been postponed to November 18th to 21st. And, the 2020 AGP, it is the day that literally all sport, not just motorsport, all sport around the world just sort of stopped. That seemed to be the time where everyone sort of sat up and went, hang on, this coronavirus thing. Yeah, this has <laughs> got this, real, didn't it? It's going to be around for a while. Uh, yeah. Like you were there, Stevie, and it was one of the, you said it was one of the most bizarre days of your life. Yeah, it just it was, empty, it was so empty. Like the place, it was just... You didn't know what was going on. We're trying to find out information. It was it was bizarre. it was such a bizarre day to be actually two days because obviously there was some cases just creeping in from teams earlier on the day before. Yeah, and then McLaren, right. I think it was. Wasn't That's it? right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and then yeah, really, it was. I it's I can't explain it. I just honestly can't Weird. explain it. It was very hmm. strange, a very odd uh, time. But that poses the question: Do you actually think? With all we know now, I know there's vaccines rolling out and all that sort of stuff. And we've had the Australian Open tennis tournament that went ahead here in Melbourne uh, for two weeks. No issues with players from around the world coming in. Mm -hmm. But could we see, or will we see, do you reckon, um, the Grand Prix back and here on the streets of Albert Park in November? I think so, yes, because of what you just said about the tennis. If we can do that and we can do a grand final... And we can do all the sport that's been going on. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we now have the vaccine. Don't send in text messages about the vaccine. Yep. Don't calm want to down. know. Calm Don't, down. Yeah, just yeah. calm down. But I think from an overseas perspective, if you look at what's how it's being rolled out over there, I think absolutely we'll see it. Yeah, I, th I agree. I think I think we'll see it. And I think it's, um, you know, we're just learning. Every time something happens, yeah. every everyone is getting more and more on top of, managing what they need to manage yeah. um, and 
you know, we're learning so much about it uh, and have learned so much about it. So I, I think that you have to, we have to start, you know, and we are, we're starting to live back a, uh, wouldn't even say normal, semi-normal, life. semi-normal yeah. Yeah. as we knew it. Bathurst this weekend with crowds. Exactly. Absolutely. Is there any limit? To the crowds this weekend? I'd be lying if I said a number. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the number is, but they are allowing camping back again, so that yep. is good. Yep. Soundown, um, the next round is selling tickets. That's grandstand, and you can park and drive. Pa- don't park know if up. you're allowed in the pits. No, you're not allowed in the paddock. You're definitely no. The paddock yep. pass is gone, at least here in Melbourne. I'm not sure about the mm. Panorama 500, but... Uh, mm. To be fair, uh, if I was going to Sandown, I too would also be walking around with a hazmat suit. But uh, that was before the <laughs> pandemic. Well, I hope to see you. I hope to. <laughs> so just that would be your normal Sandown attire, a hazmat Pretty suit. Much. <laughs> well, we hope to see we hope to see people at the second round of TCR at Phillip Island in three weeks. March. Yeah, yeah. I think they're I think they're limiting those numbers too to three and a half a day, and no one in the paddock. And look, yeah, um, I think. Full disclosure too. So I was at the Phillip Island Ride Day, and we'll get to this a little bit later on. <laughs> yes, you were. Uh, we'll get to it a little <laughs> bit later on. But uh, look, I've got to say, every single team they follow COVID safe protocols, and it was basically like a normal day there. It, it felt the most normal I have at a racetrack because <laughs> it's funnily enough. Yesterday in my Facebook memories, it was just like my first day at the Adelaide 500. Hope it's not the last, and many to come. Was that the day that you fell asleep? No, no, that was uh, that was uh, twenty nineteen that I fell asleep. Oh, like, that, that was checking. That was in the market. That was the year <laughs> that he needed the hazmat suit <laughs> <so. laughs> with a uh, solid amount of sunscreen on it as well. Got to yes. say, got to say too, uh, it's a good thing that uh, Cooper's a proud sponsor of Supercars, and uh, right. I very much tip back in as well. But look, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> this is, and the, the product plugs already started. <laughs> it's usually Coke or Icebreak or. Whatever, and now he's gone straight to Cooper's in the first show. Righto. Mm, I'll, I'll be looking forward uh, to some <laughs> Bendix breaks coming my way too this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, hey, my Bendix breaks are doing beautifully well. <laughs> uh, you're listening Ian to Ian Bott and the boys. Thanks so much, Ian. Shout Still out. going well. Thank you for that. And we thank them for their support. <laughs> uh, you're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Kubota implements Crone, Great Plains, and you. Together, we're implementing a great partnership. Speaking of the Adelaide 500, Race Rewind coming up next. The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota Implements. Chrome, Great Plains, implementing a great partnership. Day one of school here at the driver's seat. You know how they always say, like, it's a last day of school at Newcastle or wherever mm. it is. It's the most uh, most overused scapheism. I feel like we needed to say, it's day one of school, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but, Do you remember uh, school? I don't remember school. I don't remember school. No, it's, Did it's, you go? Yeah. Yeah. Why doesn't it show? <laughs> it's, a, it's a very distant memory. <laughs> no, from, I went. It's a very distant memory from a good self. But mm. right now, though, it is time I, to get straight into the Race Rewind. This is the Driver's Seat Race Rewind. So for those new listeners, we jump into the archives and have a look back at a race from yesterday, yesterday or yesteryear, which is what we're doing on Foxtel <laughs> at the day. moment. Um, <laughs> but what we're doing is we're looking at last year's Superloop Adelaide 500 because traditionally... Everyone be gearing up for a Clipsal or the Adelaide 500, as it's been known in the most recent or couple of years. Even. Yeah, but last year's Adelaide 500, it was the 22nd and final edition of the event. I don't think we knew it was going to be the final edition when we were no. all there in Adelaide last year. It was also no. the last normal round of the championship with full capacity allowed for crowds, paddock passes, much more. But this time last year, 
It was also announced that the general would pull the pin on Holden, meaning this was the last year that Holden would be officially involved in the sport. Mm -hmm. Uh, Support categories featured the opening rounds of the Super 2 Series, Carrera Cup, TCM was there, the stadium super trucks, the jumpy cars. And uh, you were also in action too, Matty, with the Trans Am Mm -hmm. Series, but only the Super 2 Series continued for 2020. Um, It's interesting when you look at the race results because you want to talk about parity. Race 1, P1, Jamie Wincup, uh, P2, Scotty Mack, P3, SVG. Then race 2, P1, Scotty Mack, P2, Chaz Mostert, P3, Cam Waters. So a nice little balance between Ford and Holden on the podium on both days. Yeah. That was a good weekend, Mm. I think, too, wasn't it? Um, Yeah, I I think the big shock was certainly about Holden. There was a lot of, you know, sad faces going around, particularly being in Adelaide, which is such a Holden town. Mm. Um, I remember you and I speaking about it in Adelaide, Stevie J, that the in the studio down at SEN right. in yes. Adelaide. Um, but and again, this is why probably the off-season discussion and, and announcement of Jamie hanging up the helmet was such a shock because he had such a great weekend. Well, certainly on Saturday anyway. Um, but it was the start, wasn't it? We was we could just see Scotty Mack again. You know, he was. You could just see that he had learned how to win, learned how to win the championship. And he was off, and he was a gun, and uh, it was a great round. And I wish we would still get it back. I don't know if we will. It'll see what happens in the government, the local government in South Australia. But um, weird to be starting off Bathurst this week, as as we've known Adelaide being such a traditional start, Stevie J. But I'm going to miss it. It's a great yeah. place, a great. And you know what? If you're what if you're sitting at listening to this and you go, oh man, I wonder what it was like to race in Adelaide. I think both Stevie and I can tell you it's everything you think it is. And more. Mm. It was the best street circuit to race. I loved it. Yeah, it's it's a damn shame that that didn't happen. It was one of my favourite races. And we actually, we started a tradition of like, uh, me and my mates were just like, look, every year let's do this. And <laughs> that didn't yeah. kind of work out, did it? <laughs> hey, here's a fun fact for you, though. Um, in between race one and race two, that is the only time in last year's season that he didn't have the number 17 on the doors in orange. Between race one and race two. Yeah. Wow. How are you going with your stats? <laughs> yeah. You've had a long off season, haven't you, mate? It's been a very long Just gonna off-season. write that down. Oh, that'll be good for the show. I'll write that down. That'll be good. Me, Will Dale, and uh, uh Stephen Aaron Noonan. Bartholomew uh, would really, really have a good uh, drinking session if that was the case. But uh, <laughs> have you ever met Stefan? I haven't. I haven't. I'd love Stephen to. Stefan is the head of of the former head of uh, lead journal at, at Speed Cafe and became a journal then at Supercars and and is now at. Uh, um, at the Sleuth, the Sleuth HQ. Mm-hmm. Aaron Newton, Sleuth HQ is the head guy there. I have never met a younger man with a better brain for motorsport statistics and knowledge. He's only He would only be now, what, probably late 20s, maybe an early 30. But when I was working with him five years ago, he was able to tell you who came where in the 1965 Bathurst, in what car, and who their co-drivers were. Mm. Um, a very impressive young man. Yeah, he's doing some fantastic work too. And shout out to um, the Sleuth Bookshop as well. They've got some good books coming up, uh, including A History of the Adelaide 500. Uh, you can check that out. That wasn't, I got, I got that one for Christmas. That wasn't planned too. I, I just remember that. Then, <laughs> so, uh, I, got, I got the History of the 12 Hour, Stevie J, from Mrs. Mack. Did you really? Yeah, that was my Christmas present. That's cool. That's the Have you read it yet? I only read where, where I'm at. Or did at. you just look at the pictures? No, I just looked where I was at. <laughs> I know who won it. I was in it. There you go. <laughs> I went to my little page and I went, yeah, that's accurate. They spelt my name right. Good. Well that done, was, Noon. That was it. Big tick. Yep. Uh, Bath is going global. Now available at the uh, V8 Sleuth bookshop. But 
We'll take a quick break here on the driver's seat and wrap it all up. Uh, you're listening to the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. Kubota implements Crone, Great Plains, and you. Together, we're implementing a great partnership. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota implements Crone, Great Plains, implementing a great partnership. Great to have your company on the driver's seat. Our first show back, and uh, thank you to everyone that texted in, sent through any correspondence as well. And a big thank you to, to Timmy Slade for jumping on board. Hopefully, we'll see more of the cool drive auto parts um, Ford Mustang up the front. But uh, boys, this is something that uh, a couple of people have actually mentioned on our Facebook page and whatnot. But uh, I finally, after years of doing this show and getting really immersed in a whole V8 culture, finally got me a hot lap. Yes, you did. did. With our great and a mate fair Tom- place too. Like they, they didn't, you didn't just get taken around Winton or, you know, I don't know, <laughs> Barbagallo or something like that. You went, you went right to the top, sunshine. It was a lot of fun. I got to tell you that it was a great bucket list moment. It was even better too to have Tommy Randall do it. There's nothing uh, just because you know he's a good friend of the show as well, and uh, it was just funny too because it was sort of like when I got in the car, you see his face just a bit like, hang on a second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but now it was a lot of fun too. Big thank you to the guys at Tickford Racing for um, sorting me out there. Uh, good people at Boost Mobile as well, uh, taking me in car number forty-four. <laughs> even gave me a free cap. Can I can I ask Nimsy? Uh, we've seen the onboard vision. In fact, I think it's freely available. Yeah, it's on our uh, Facebook page. It's on on our Facebook page, and I would just point gently to the fact that you are very smiley. Um, given you know we know we know your skin color, you were very smiley. So it was standing out quite a bit as you were going down the main straight. Mm-hmm. What happened when he went to the brakes uh, into turn one and down into Honda Hairpin? Your smile disappeared pretty quickly. Yeah, look, all I could say is uh, <laughs> if you've ever doubted the skills of Tommy Randall, uh, don't. And that man can downshift in the blink of an eye. I'm just like, hey, ooh, that's coming up. Ooh. <laughs> Did your smile disappear because you thought your teeth were going to fly still... out the front of your face? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still think Russell Inger was... Is the fastest downshifter in history, and we've I've even, proved, even the Caruso. Yes, Caruso's yes. pretty. I've shown you. Out. I've shown you. you just got to type in Russell Ingle fastest downshift. I think it's uh, Bahrain, and yeah, you'll right. see it. Okay. I think I showed you. No, I'll do it. I'll do that. He no, went. But... He went from six to first in a nanosecond, <laughs> and uh, in a sequential shift. In a sequential yeah, shift. Right. Wow. Okay. You got to look at it. It's funny. And then the, the second fastest is uh, Tommy Randall. But did you did you enjoy it, Nimsy? Did it give you for those who haven't experienced a hot lap in a supercar or driven one? Uh, did it give you a new appreciation for the fact that not only are they doing it uh, driving the car, but then you know when you've got three or four other guys who are inches off your bumper bar or your door to be doing what they're doing, that give you a new level of respect. Hundred percent. So he's going out. If uh, I jump into the car first off, getting into a supercar was an experience in itself too, because you got to obviously climb into the roll bar. That was a lot of fun too, because I felt like I was uh, felt like I was Michael Caruso for a second. I wished I was the size of Michael Caruso when I was getting into that. But, but one of the they're cool... easy to get out of when they're on fire. Let me give you the strong tip: you get out pretty quick. <laughs> the funny thing too is, so I'm in. I was. I think I wore that race suit for much longer than I needed to, because I was just like, "How fun is this? Look at this!" <laughs> I'm just running around in what I think is the old, uh, maybe Jason Bright's old one from when he was driving at FPR because it was, wasn't was that snug of a fit, which was good. I had room to move. It was just a lot of fun. Uh, I get into the car, going out of pit lane, and uh, just like, oh, this is pretty good. Limiters on, obviously. 
the minute he gets out of pit lane, I reckon we got to 280 in about three seconds. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> I was like, holy hell. Yeah, it takes your breath away, doesn't it? It was so cool. And the funny thing too, and I want to get your your opinions on this too, guys, because you do this actually repeatedly for a living. You do it for <laughs> fun. That You've been doing it for years too because I got out of the car. I was feeling such a rush. It was so cool. Said thanks to Tommy. Said thanks to all the guys at Tickford. Got me in-car footage. I was stoked. Rated the Monster Energy fridge that was in the Tickford garage as well. <laughs> That's not a joke, but I was told I could. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, you know what? It's a beautiful day here at Phillip Island. I'm going to go enjoy myself. I'll watch a bit of a uh, couple of the ride days, see what's going on. Uh, so got myself a, a nice big can of Monster Energy. Went up to the top, you know, above uh, the garage is there. You can go yep. to the top. So yep. I'm standing at the top there. Beautiful hot sun, just watching the cars go by, thinking, oh, good, how good is life? And then something just happened, and I just sort of turned around to go down the stairs. I'm like, ooh, ooh, feel a bit queasy here. I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and this was about 30 minutes later, and I'm all of a sudden like, oh, jeez Louise, what's going on here? <laughs> so I've, call, I've called the doll, and I'm like, hey, I'm just going to, um, yeah, and she's like, everything all good? I'm like, no, no, I'm fine, fine. Oh, it's the most fun I've ever had. And then I'm just, I'm just going to sit in the car for about 20 yep. minutes. <laughs> yep. And a buddy of mine explained it to me. He's just like, you realize you've just done two laps going at about almost 300 Ks and you've just slowed down your body and your organs are still thinking, wait, what, what's happening here? We've, we've stopped. What's going yeah. on? But yeah. my, oh my, that was, how did you guys cope after that first time? <laughs> oh, I didn't cope very well. I remember <laughs> my first drive in a race car. I got out and said to my dad, I don't think I could do this. I feel sick. I gen- and that was driving. Yeah. I felt sick. Yeah. Yep. I'm good now, but I felt it then. How when was that? Like how how long ago was that? Was that your first like race car or yep. such? Formula or? V. Yeah, okay. Formula V at Morgan Park in See, but Morgan. I was sort of lucky in a way because I I started in go kart. So mm-hmm. as a kid, yep. you're sort of doing that. Yeah. As a kid, you know, I raced karts for ten years, um, before I jumped in a car. So mm. I think I was already you're accustomed, of acclimatized. accustomed acclimatized yeah. to that. Yeah. But you're right, Nimsy. What it, it is? It's fun. exactly what it is. The, your inner ear and your eyes and your brain are struggling to comprehend exactly what just happened, and they're not talking to each other. And so the ultimate feeling of that is, oh, I feel a bit, you know, rotten. I yep. don't feel good. And there's been on more than one occasion. Uh, I think it's only happened to me once, where I was taking someone for a hot lap, where they've actually had the big up and under in the car through the helmet. Oh, oh, fine. Yeah, on a hot day too. So that was pretty good. That was at Eastern Creek. I so got, you're not you're you're not on your own, mate. People do it when they get in the car. Yeah, I got to say, I was a little bit concerned that I may have, uh, as they say, <laughs> laughed at the grass a fair bit. But, <laughs> but no, thankfully. How did Jane Bun go? How did uh, did Jane go well? I think Jane went all right. Uh, as did yeah. uh, Jordan DeGoey, um Collingwood champion, and also mm-hmm. former St Kilda champion Nick Del Santo were there too. So bit of a bit of a Jane Bun fan, I am. It was. I'll tell you I what, Jane's. Jane's lovely. She got to uh, have a spin in Andre Heimkartner's uh, Mustang, but uh, a lot of fun yeah. there. wonder how there she coped with the G-Force, but uh, that could be another question for later. Give me a phone number. I'll ask her. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps I'm joking, up. Mrs. Mack. I'm joking. That wraps up another huge edition of the driver's seat. A big thank you to everyone that texted in. Thank you to Tim Slade for jumping aboard. And, of course, thank you for, to you two, Maddie and Steve. It's been a lot of fun. That's right, and Chaz just texted through as well and said, thanks for the pressure, boys. <laughs> well, No so, pressure, Chaz. No, no pressure, Chaz. Just no. get into it, son. No yep. pressure at all. All right, we'll see you next week on The Driver's Seat. 
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.